to the Clear Creek Resources Podcast from Clear Creek Community Church, located in the Bay Area of Houston. Welcome everyone to the Clear Creek Resources Podcast. I'm Rachel. Thanks so much for joining us today. So Christmas is a time full of celebration and anticipation, hope, love, joy, and peace. It's a time when we give gifts to one another and we celebrate with our family and friends. But a lot of times for a lot of people, this is a time of profound grief. Susan Wesley in this podcast episode, sat down with Meredith Harris and Amy Ward, and she talked with them about finding joy in Christ in the midst of the pain and grief that they experienced in loss. Hope you guys find this helpful. So today we are here with um, Amy Ward and Meredith Ward Harris. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you, ladies, for being here today. Um, we're going to be talking about grief in the holidays and... Um, so Christmas time is a, a time of year that we associate with joy and happiness and giving gifts and celebrating and all of these fun things that are typically really happy and very relationally intensive. And that's all good unless you've just recently lost someone or there's someone missing from those gatherings. And um, that's what we're going to talk about is how do we as Christ followers navigate that grief or walk with someone who is navigating that grief. And so um, I just want to thank you both for being willing to be here and talk about your experience, Mm -hmm. for sharing your life um, so generously with us. Mm -hmm. And um, thank you very much. Um, About two years ago, Denise Ward, your mom and your mother-in-law, and Carrie Sutherland, gathered with us, and we did a podcast to talk about grief in the holidays as they spoke about losing their adult children and um, what the holidays were like. And so uh, your perspective is going to help us as well, and we're just really grateful for your willingness to be here. Um, Amy, will you tell us a little bit about about your story? Yeah, so um, it was November 2018, and Uh, My husband, Bill, was just going to the lake house for a fun weekend with his buddies, Um, and uh, there was just an unexpected accident, and um, he ended up passing away in the hospital uh, early the next morning on November 3rd. Uh, At the time, we had a son, Ollie. He was, uh, I think, 22 months old, and I was five months um, pregnant with our daughter, Marley. Um, and so it was very much an unexpected loss. We didn't see it coming. Um, so within just hours, my life just radically changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so same, same loss, same person. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that, um, Bill is my brother. And so, uh, also received a phone call. Um, that something had happened at our lake house and that he was being lifelighted. And so, um, yeah, so looking back, I'm, I'm grateful I got to sit with Ollie for a little bit um, while that was happening at the hospital. And then we had um, friends come and take over, and uh, we were all there at the hospital together um, when we had to say goodbye. Um, so, again, radical change and um I think something significant for me is that um, Bill is my only sibling. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's also just this 
Yeah, my one only sibling is gone. So. Yeah. Yeah. So that deep grief has profound impact on every day, yeah. I would imagine. Mm-hmm. How does that impact holidays like Christmas, for instance? Um, I mean, I think it impacts every aspect of it. Um, so I think once you experience loss, especially loss kind of out of chronological order, um, it, what once was, like you said, where you found joy in, where there was excitement, where, um, kind of like giddy for it, you lose that because the person that you shared that with is now gone. And so there's a real shift. Um, and I think it changes through time as the grief process is, you know, as you move forward in it. Um, but I can say for the first year, two years, I was like, Bill loved Christmas. He loved everything about Christmas. Um, he was like Mr. Christmas. <laughs> and so <laughs> specifically that holiday, like, how can this ever, how can this, this is just horrible. Like, holidays will never be joyful again. They will always sting. Um, that was my mindset. You know, this is hard. I don't want to do this. Um, because the person you want there is not there. And so um, I can say now three years out, and almost, so this will be the fourth Christmas without Bill. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's different than the first year, um, but there still is always, you always have on your mind that that person is not there, no matter where you're at in your grief walk. And so there's there's old things that used to be joyful that now sting, and then you create new things that bring joy now that weren't there when that person was there. So there's so many aspects and dynamics mm-hmm. that change, but... Um, specifically in the first like year, two year, three year, you're still, it's still really fresh and it's really hard. And, you know, people think it's supposed to look the way it used to look, but it will never look the way it once did. And um, I think sometimes that's hard for people to wrap their mind around that aren't directly connected to the loss. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, but I can also say with, to encourage and have hope in year fourth Christmas, I'm starting to see joy again in it. And and being able to see Bill in it brings me joy mm-hmm. rather than just pain and sorrow. But mm-hmm. for a long time, it was just painful and very, I was just very sad all the time during the holidays. Um, yeah. Specifically, like Thanksgiving is very family oriented. Mm-hmm. My husband's gone. Christmas is very like romantic movies on the TV um, yeah. and Hallmark yeah, movies. and Not like helpful. yes, Not helpful. mom and dad shopping for the gifts for the mm-hmm. kids and mm-hmm. and getting to put those out and all that. And it's like that wasn't my reality. So in some ways, it was really hard. But and me and Meredith have talked about this. It was good because it shifted my perspective back to what is Christmas really about, like. Mm. And I have so much more appreciation. I always say now, since Bill passed, like Christmas is the day that everything changed for us and that it has allowed us to have hope in our grief. And so um, there's some things that I've let go of that I don't see as important anymore. And then some things that I've grabbed onto that I don't ever want to let go of, even as I move forward in my grief. And one of those is um, specifically, we celebrate Christmas because Christ came to this earth that is broken. And that is, that is something to be celebrated because Mm -hmm. it changes everything for all of us forever. And Mm -hmm. so 
that's that's another thing that was a shift in the holiday season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. For for me, I think uh, the holidays bring up a lot of like like Amy said. You know, Bill was like Father Christmas. So, um, <laughs> you know, there are so many memories of our childhood and the excitement around that and the ridiculous amount of lights when he was in college and, you know, putting videos up on YouTube and, you know, all these, all these memories. And I think one of the harder things that I have as a sibling is, you know, you envision what holidays will continue to be like now that you have families and Mm -hmm. you have spouses and as your parents are aging and, you know, and they really like solidify into that grandparent role and then, you know, and then you all get together and what that's like and to, and all of those memories, all of the fun memories are, are frozen. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's hard to accept that there's not going to be, I, yeah, there's not going to be this excite, that type of excitement, Mm -hmm. I guess, of, um, all together watching Mm -hmm. our kids open gifts or um or even just i i used to say i still say you know sometimes on hard days like i just really miss my old problems you know (laughs) and um (laughs) because there's this element of like my parents don't have their son here Mm -hmm. or ollie marley don't have their dad amy doesn't have her husband and so um yeah it's hard that just the the untainted joy Mm-hmm. Um, and silliness and, mm-hmm. you know, the lights and the whatever, you know, that, that, yeah, it's just has, it's tainted a little bit. Yeah, it's so not so carefree. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. That makes, yeah. makes a lot of sense. Yeah. 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 So <clears throat> how do you, you know, um, people, I mean, you, you sort of answered this, Amy, but how do, how do you hold the tension of God's sovereignty and goodness and the reality of the suffering that you are experiencing. Yeah. You know? yeah. And people are so often quick to say, well, God will use this, which is mm-hmm. true. Yes. We know that to be yes. true. Um, how do you feel when someone says that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think it's dependent on where you're at in your grief, but for the most part, I would say it's not helpful um, <laughs> because that's Thank something that they have that. to wrestle with yeah. God with and they have to go toe to toe with him and he is who he says he is and he will be faithful to them in the wrestling. Um, yeah. So it's, it's not, you know, I know that people's heart, they're trying to help, right? Mm-hmm. It's hard to see mm-hmm. people you love in pain mm-hmm. and you want to fix it and you want to, make it all better, um, but the way that you can love them best, I always used to tell people, they'd say, what can we do? What can we do to like help? And I'm like, you just need to be okay with me not being okay for a yeah, really long great. time. Yeah. And so I think like just being okay, and even if it's uncomfortable for you to let down your expectations of what the holiday should look like for that person, for your family, for whatever the dynamics of your relationship is, and just let that person grieve um, and let them not be okay on Christmas. And and if they want to be a little bah humbug, that's okay. <laughs> like yeah. They are grieving and lamenting a loss, and yeah. there's deep pain there. Uh, death is not the way God intended it. So mm-hmm. I just think, yeah, the greatest thing I would want to say is don't give advice. Mm-hmm. Listen. That's right. Cry with them. 
um, give them the freedom to do or say or be what they need to be in that moment um, and be okay with them not being okay. I think there's, I was grateful my family and the the wards and Meredith's family and my friends were okay with that. And Mm -hmm. that I'm finding is a rarity Mm -hmm. in grief. Mm -hmm. And um, so I'm very grateful that I had that kind of support system. But yeah, that's one thing I'm like, just don't, don't put expectations on them that, yeah, because they're in a different place and Christmas and the holidays will never be what they used to be because they will never be who they used to be. Mm, And so, yeah, understanding that. Yeah. Really everybody changes. Yes. Everybody Mm -hmm. changes. Yeah. 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 So when you consider the holidays and the grief um, and Frankly, over the last couple of years around here, we've had a lot of loss. There's yeah. been a lot of loss. And um, so when you're talking, you both have children, mm-hmm. young children mm-hmm. and a little bit older children, mm-hmm. Meredith. So how, do you, how have you helped your kids sort of navigate this grief? I know mm-hmm. it probably looks different for both of you. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would say in having, we actually talked about this today at lunch a little bit about how it has looked different having little ones. And then having, so Camille was seven, my youngest, um, when um, Bill passed away. And so I'm really just now seeing some of the more like, I have questions about what this means about God's sovereignty, mm. um, about how how could something like this happen when our family loves Jesus? Um, and so that those questions are just now happening. But I would say over, you know, the abstract, understanding the abstract and that our, you know, somebody that you love has passed away and their body is here, but their soul is in heaven with the Lord, that they, that that is where they are now and where they reside um, has been complicated. And I was sharing with Amy, like, it's been very difficult for me to kind of enter into mm-hmm. hard conversations. So, I'm having an internal monologue of, I don't want to talk about this because this is painful. I mm-hmm. I want him to be here. I yeah. want, you know, I don't want him to be, you know, in his body to be in the ground or whatever, like just these types of hard questions. Um, but the reality is they lost their uncle who we saw weekly and who was actively involved in their lives. And so they have very real pain, but it looks different from adult pain. Mm -hmm. It comes out a lot of times in the form of questions, Mm -hmm. I would say. And then, um, and then that just evolves. And so we've both, we're talking about today about just being open to have those conversations, Mm -hmm. be that in the car, be that no place that makes sense whatsoever (laughs) to have those conversations, you know, usually inconvenient. Yes. Like just, totally not prepared and to just let that happen. And then I told her, and then I would go in my bedroom and sob, you know, mm-hmm. of just, I don't, I don't want, you know, yeah. I don't want everything that I just said to be true. Yeah, right. <laughs> and so, um, but I, I would say that I am grateful because I had shared with Amy that <clears throat> Camille said probably a year ago, and she is. She was struggling. She's more of my deep thinker kid. Um, 
as far as, as far as like she feels your pain. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like I try to be more careful with, you know, just my my own tears. Like I am okay. I'm I'm crying because I miss him or because this is sad, but but I am not in despair, like mm-hmm. just using that language. But um with her, I would say she just kind of the evolving of her thoughts and what's happened, um, you know, is ever changing. And she thought, because I guess this is kind of how it's projected on movies, when someone dies, a lot of times it becomes so painful that I guess nobody talks about it. Like, mm-hmm. don't don't talk about that with them because it'll make them cry or you need to be strong mm-hmm. for You know, that's how it's depicted. Right. And so she said she had a really hard time at the beginning that we all still kept talking about Bill and that we would all, like, laugh when we got together about Mm. stories Mm. and that it was still normal for him to be a part of our lives. And she said that was very uncomfortable for her because she thought it was going to be like, okay, he's gone and we're just going to close, like, close our hearts off to that door. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we didn't, and that that means tears and laughter and whatever, was was a shock to her. And so I think helping our kids navigate that maybe what they see on TV or what those expectations are of, like, how to navigate this are not, are not what God wants, right. you know? Yeah. And right. so... Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah. That's yeah, a beautiful that's picture of holding the joy and the sadness yes. all at the same yeah. time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That tension. No, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. For my kids, because um, they're younger. So uh, Ollie's just now starting to ask more questions um, before he would be able to verbalize that he missed his dad. Um, and I always, we, we always talked about him. Um, he's still a part of our conversations. We, you know, I still have a, a picture of him and I in our room, in my room, and um, yeah. So they very much know who their dad is. It's a part of the conversations at Grandma and Pops. It's a part of a mm-hmm. conversation at Aunt Mare's. Um, so for Ollie, you know, he was able to verbalize that he missed him, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would always say to him, like, "I'm sorry." I would try to validate, like, "It's okay to miss him. It's normal to miss people when they go." Um, but I. I try to always say to like, but I do believe that Jesus will carry us every day, Ollie. Mm-hmm. I said that to him. And um, yeah, so wanting him to know that, and I always said to him, like, you can feel however you want to feel about this. Like, you can mm-hmm. be, you know, angry, confused, not even know how to feel about this, you mm-hmm. know, because I always wanted to create an environment where he felt safe to talk about whatever emotion he was having in regards to his dad not being around. Mm-hmm. Um so uh, that has just opened up an environment, like Meredith said, where we talk about it. We talk mm-hmm. about dad. We talk about what he liked. If we see something, I'm like, your dad used to love that, you mm-hmm. know, or um, so he's still, I mean, he will always be a part of our family. Um, he'll always be a part of Ollie and Marley and me. Um, so, and then for Marley, you know, she's younger and, and just now starting to become verbal. So it looks a little different. I'll say in in both of them I've seen um, on heavy days, like holidays, anniversaries, even though they cannot cognitively verbalize what's going on, mm-hmm. their body knows the trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, and I see that uh, in their behavior 
or they're just overly emotional at, at times. I guess I shouldn't say overly emotional. They're just their emotions are hi- hypersensitive, mm-hmm. um, and I have to remind myself this is not this is and it's like something in your mama's heart knows like this isn't disobedience. There's something deeper here, mm-hmm. um, and and just to like. S- name it and say like this is their grief and and this is the trauma their little body holds and to not you know get angry with him but in those moments know that he needs to just be held you know Mm -hmm. because every time that happens ultimately at the end I say Ollie what's going on in your heart and he says I miss my daddy Mm -hmm. so um they can't verbalize it but you will see it in them Mm -hmm. um and so to know it still affects them. You know, even Marley was not yet born, right, when Bill passed away. But even her being, you know, still just in in womb, like, it still affected her. Mm -hmm. The trauma is still very real Mm -hmm. to her, um, even though she was not physically present on earth, like, in my belly, but not just, like, independently. So um, kids have a lot more going on in their heads than people (laughs) give them credit for, you know? and. And so it probably is, for the most part, they are thinking about the loss of their parent, you know, Mm -hmm. and and when they get a little older, they'll be able to tie that together. But, and also one thing I think is helpful is just to talk about emotions, not necessarily just always tied to grief, but in general, like, this makes me excited. And so they, they can start to understand, like, kind of what they're feeling in their body and what emotion is tied to that, just mm-hmm. so they have, like, a, yeah, to yeah. help them understand that kind of relationship, I think, is good. So just being okay with emotions and talking about emotions yeah. and what they all hold, um, I think, is helpful. And, you know, there's some things I've carried on, traditions uh, for the kids that Bill and I started and mm-hmm. I, I've continued to do um, which I think is helpful. And as they get older, I will let them lead out more. Mm-hmm. I think I think I'm learning, you know, um, specifically in this last year as Ollie's older and able to verbalize more. Some things that I may think he needs, he doesn't. And then some things that he may need, I may not see. So to let them really kind of take the lead in what they need. Because mm-hmm. um, you, want, you want their voice to be in it as well of what it looks like to grieve in this in this time of, heavy days of holidays and anniversaries and all those kind of things. So, um, yeah, just get really comfortable with, with feelings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why. <laughs> yeah. No. Cause there's going to be a lot no. of them and no. it's not a bad thing. No. Yeah. Not so that's, I think both of you really demonstrate so much wisdom and mm-hmm. how you're walking with your kids in this. Mm-hmm. Um, because at every stage they're becoming more aware. And so, you know, it changes, yeah. right? Yeah. And but if they're not talking to you about it, they're filling in those blanks. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. And so way to go for the way yeah. that you're engaging them yeah. with that and, and engaging them within the context of other people and the relationships. They have they both of your families have lots of wonderful adults in their lives. Yes. Yes. Very yes. true. And that's a huge gift yes. to both of them. So yes. Yes. that's that's really good. Yes. Um so you know, you've you've said specifically about you know what um, when you're walking with someone who's really grieving a deep loss mm-hmm. through the holidays. You've already spoken to that, and I appreciate that so much. What you said about just letting people be where they are. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, is there anything else that you might add to maybe to the person who is grieving? Mm-hmm. Um, 
about the holidays, um, about being with people that you you love. I, I know Bruce tells a story about a, a man that's a part of our church that he told Bruce one time, he said, I, I want to wear a sign that says, ask me about Debbie. Yes. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, you want to share the person that you love. And yeah. we're all tempted to just be silent because we yes. don't want to bring up his name because I don't want to upset you. Yes. yes. But it, it's helpful to hear. Yes. No, say his name. Yes. Yeah. I remember Bill. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Yeah, I would say absolutely. Yeah, he's still a part of our lives, mm-hmm. you know? He is and always will be. I mean, um, yeah, so that for sure. I think, too, Meredith and I were talking about, you know, so there's me, his Bill's wife, and there's Meredith, his sister, and then there's David and Denise, his parents. We're grieving the same person, and uh, Meredith had shared this with me, and I constantly am telling people this. Mm-hmm. We're all we're all on the same mountain. Her uh, the counselor said, but we're in different places because we're mm-hmm. grieving different relationships. So, as you're walking alongside people that are grieving the same person as you are, just be cognizant of like their needs may be different than your needs. Um, be able to have grace with each other. Grace mm-hmm. is very, very important because you're bound to say something or yeah. do something that's going to hurt that person or not what they not what they didn't need. Mm-hmm. And I'm grateful with the words and with Meredith. Like we have a relationship where we say, "Hey, that kind of like hurt a little mm-hmm. bit," and we can talk about that. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, so I'm grateful that that is our situation. And and um, but yeah, it it's hard because it's. We're all grieving Bill. We all miss Bill mm-hmm. in the holidays. But what we miss is different, even mm-hmm. though it's the same person. And so even if you're grieving and you have a, a, a close relationship with the person who's also grieving that same person, just know that what they need may look different than what you need. And, and to kind of give and take and compromise and show grace in the grieving mm-hmm. around the holidays. Because, you know, Meredith may want... You know, this is just an example, but like mm. a big picture of Bill on the mantle. And I may be like, <laughs> yes, there's no way. Yes. There's no way. But no. I'm like, but she needs that. So let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. And, and how can we, you know, how can we, ha- how can we have what, what she needs? Or maybe like, yeah, that's hard for me, but I can endure that mm-hmm. for Christmas Day. And then I just will ask them to take it down, you know? Yes, and so right. um, just to be understanding of everybody's grief is different, even though it's the same person. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's yeah. a good word. Mm-hmm. That's a good word. Yeah, Meredith, do you have anything to add to that? Um, I, you know, you've kind of talked about the tension, and we've we've we're talking about that as well. So I'm very linear thinking. Um, when I entered into grief, I I really saw this as like, you know, one point leads to another point, which leads to another point, which to continue to use you know, grief is the mountain, you know, I think I like wanted to put my hiking boots on and go straight to the top and then realized (laughs) because I did that, you know, right. I'm like puking my guts up from altitude sickness. (laughs) Like that was not a good choice, you know, kind of thing. And then you have this like meandering, like almost like stalled out at the bottom and what avenue do I want to take? I mean, like I just identify so much with like just how it makes no sense yeah. <laughs> is what I will say. Yes, and so and I want to make sense of it. Yeah. you know, and I want because this is the fourth Christmas <laughs> for it to feel marginally better. 
you know, than Christmas three, yep. than Christmas two and one, and and all of that to make sense. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And um, and I want my reaction to be the same as like you were saying, like the the picture on the mantle. I want to think that that would be a great idea, and that we would all stand around and yeah. you know, we just love Bill, and you know, where yeah. my you know reaction is like. I like just want to set that on fire, you know. <laughs> just like, and so it's just, yeah, like I, it's just it's been surprising, mm-hmm, you know. Yeah. And and that I think when we give into, like, I mean, and maybe we'll talk about this in a minute, but it's just the letting go of that. Either I have to be sad. Or mm-hmm. I have to be joyful that you can't be both. Letting go of that mm-hmm. untruth mm-hmm. is so freeing. Yes. But yes. it is not depicted outside of Jesus. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Because like everything outside of Christ will tell you that you need to be one or the other. And so I think I struggled in the past especially at the beginning of like I can't have joy at I can't have joy at these things that mm-hmm. were joyful mm-hmm. because that means that I'm not feeling the loss of bill mm. and I want to feel that because that mattered right. you know and so there's this element of like once you're seeing that you can hold both mm-hmm. that you see that Jesus wept you see that Jesus cried out to God and said, is there another way? (laughs) And then realizing, you know, that the answer was no, or the answer has been no, but that God still endured that suffering and had joy and continued to press into people and all of that, and that those two can Mm -hmm. be held at the same time. And so I think that has what has helped with hard, joyful days is that it's, you can feel both and they're not, you don't have to turn one on and turn one off. They're not mutually exclusive. Yeah. 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 And there's not something wrong with you when you feel both of those. Because sometimes it can feel, that can feel very disorienting to have both of those feelings so strongly. Yes. Yes. Because they're in such opposition to each other, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And same to that, I was telling Meredith, and the first year, I always feared if I trusted God, I would have to let go of Bill, right? Like, if I move towards God, I move away from Bill. And if I move towards Bill, then I move away from trusting God. And uh, God said to me, Amy, it'll be a lifetime of missing Bill, but it'll be a lifetime of seeing God's faithfulness. And just because you trust God doesn't mean you don't miss Bill. And just because you miss Bill doesn't mean you trust God, right? Did I say that right? Yeah, and just because you trust God doesn't mean you don't miss Bill. Mm-hmm. So in that moment, I was like, oh, man, I I can have both. You know, mm-hmm. I can trust God, and I can believe that He's He is faithful to His promises, and He will not leave me, and I can miss Bill and wish He was here, and that does not negate from my faith in God. Exactly. And so um, that's very, like, co- contradictory to, like, what we're taught, you know, <laughs> yeah. right? But with, like Meredith said, but when we walk with Christ in pain and suffering— we hold both, and mm-hmm. yeah. I just think I've really grown to understand um, 
the tension of the redemption of already not yet, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Right. That's that's it, right? Yes, it you is. know, yes, it's yes, like it yes. we have parts of us where we we see redemption and we see healing and and all that, but then there's parts where we still feel the brokenness because it's not completely redeemed yet, but it yeah. will be one day, yes. you know. And so that tension is very real of mm-hmm. the like Jesus came, but he still has to come back to redeem it all. So, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 What a beautiful gift that you have given us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, because I know you both, I know that you live your lives, you know, you're sharing now with a lot of people that you don't know, but you you live your life very much in community with other people mm-hmm. and you let people in and, um, you know, you have from day one and um, it's such a gift to us, mm-hmm. to this community that both of you have been so open and and honest and transparent with your grief and with your lives mm-hmm. because you hold those things so yes mm-hmm. well together. Mm-hmm. And um, we're grateful because you're, you're really helping us in ways that we can only be helped by you in that. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so thank you mm-hmm. very much for that. Um, so much of what you have said um, about grief are things that no one really says, mm-hmm. and you know, and and how hard hard it is. And so yeah. we're grateful for your mm-hmm. um, offering and yeah, for your thanks. time to be here today. Mm-hmm. Um, your folks lead a, a class called Grief Share, mm-hmm. and it uh, that that series on grief really has been helpful for a lot of people. Yes. That we'll be starting one again in January mm-hmm. for those who are listening that might mm-hmm. be interested in attending. Mm-hmm. Um, and so is there anything final that you would want to say um, to either someone who is grieving mm-hmm. or someone who's walking with someone that's grieving mm-hmm. in regard to the holidays? Yeah. Hmm. Um. I think first, to those that are grieving, um, I'm sorry mm-hmm. for your loss. And I'm sorry that this pain has come into your life because it's it, it's very painful. And death is not the way God ever intended it to be. Um, yeah, and um, yeah, just pray. And, and, you know, you may not be in a place where you think that the holidays could ever be joyful again. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been there and had people say that to me and honestly had the thought in my mind, maybe for you, but not for me. Um, mm-hmm. But the truth is there will be joy again. Um, and there was a, a beautiful picture on, I think it was like Instagram or something, but it was this ball of, and it was the grief. Mm. And then this jar just kept on getting bigger, but the ball stayed the same, and that's how grief works, right? It doesn't shrink. It doesn't get smaller. Mm-hmm. It's always a part of you, but your life starts to grow around it, mm-hmm. and it will. So I mm-hmm. just always want to say to those that are grieving, I'm sorry, but I also hold so much hope for the future of what mm-hmm. God has for you and the redemption that will be a part of your story. Yeah, it's yeah. a good word. Um, one of the things, Amy, and, and I talked about, you know, when you say that holding this terrible thing has happened, um, but God is faithful to Mm -hmm. use it. Um, One of those is the holiday in the fact that we were sharing today about how before, you know, the holidays were just like lights and food and gifts and whatever. And now really the beginning of the Advent season and we, we, all the focus is on this, he's coming. Mm -hmm. Um, 
man, it's just so much sweeter now. And there's, there is an anticipation um, of really God's people. You feel united with them more about yeah. what that would have been like to, that they were anticipating this promise to be fulfilled and he's coming. Yes. <laughs> you know, and so, yes. uh, you know, and I think that has made the holidays richer in mm-hmm. the in that sense. Yes. In the, uh, you know, you sing the songs and you're like, yes, joy to the world. Yes. You know, and he is coming yes. and all of this, yes. you know, Bill, he is in heaven with the <laughs> Lord and yes. we will be there with him yes. celebrating. And so I think there is that, that sweetness that if you allow yourself to lean into that and just be, and to just celebrate that Jesus, he was born and, you know, and He's going to take all this junk yeah. and has taken it all on That's himself. Right. And so, yeah. Um, yeah, just the joy of the anticipation of the season and of Jesus' birth. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That's that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Your, your loss has clearly um, impacted the poignancy of the season. Yes. Yeah. And so, yes. yeah. That's, because it's the rest is just a... It's fun. I mean, I feel like we. I have witnessed um, so many of our pastors say, I'm not a fun squasher. Like, it is fun. The yeah. lights are fun. The hot chocolate's fun. It's, it is fun. Yeah. But don't miss yeah. Jesus yeah. in it all. And there is that, like, where you're, hol- you're holding both, right? Yeah. That it's like, we do want to allow the joy and the fun in. But because we're walking through grief, there is that element of the anticipation of His coming. And that we're so grateful Mm -hmm. now in a way that was different than before. You you just can feel it. So, yeah. yeah. It's clearly how God has used it in both of your lives. Mm -hmm. So what a gift. Thank you both so much for sharing your stories with us. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for listening today. I hope this conversation was helpful. If you want to watch the video of this podcast or share it with a friend, you can find it at clearcreekresources.org, where you can also find articles, music, and a lot more. Again, I'm Rachel. Thanks so much for joining us today. Mm